Hello and welcome to episode 11 of the Michael versus Jason Horrorcast featuring Billy where we're just three guys chilling in a basement watching horror movies uh, chosen at the end of each episode by the devil's wheel so stay tuned for that. This week's winner from last week was actually me. Uh, we'll be wa- uh, we, we, I guess we did watch Cabin in the Woods and... Uh, when we get to it, we're going to spoil the absolute shit out of it. So hopefully you've seen it. If you haven't, uh, you've had nine years to do so. So really, it's on you. But uh, I am Mike, and sitting next to me is Jason. What's going on? What's going on, guys? Uh, how was everybody's Christmas? My, my Christmas was my Christmas was good. Yours? Yeah, it was good. It was yeah. okay. That's wait, good. Wait, who's who's oh, that to the left oh, of me? Wait, wait. I, I had to return because you guys made a debauchery of our fucking last podcast by my by yourselves. So the, I had to come back. Spell debauchery. I, I'm, I know how to say it. I know what it means. I can't spell it. Sorry. Get out of, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, welcome back, Bill. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, thanks for stealing my thunder, asshole. But hey, you know. <laughs> Your thunder is more like a whimper. <laughs> you know, what's funny is... Uh, a windbag? What, what, you are a windbag, what, yes. What's funny is Jason last week, I said, what do you want for Christmas? This is off the air. And he goes, I just want Bill to be back. So... It's a it's a Christmas miracle. Yeah, see, so, it's all good. As much as I mean, we made fun of you last week, we we did miss you. I know, I know, I miss you guys too. I mean, it's I mean this this is one of the highlights. God forbid I actually say highlight of my week. So um, we'll go with that. Yeah, welcome so. back. You missed a good episode because Silent yeah. Night uh, that was a good movie. Was, that was, was a good recommend all was, around for yeah, us. It was it was a fun, it was your win. Yeah, it was. It was your win, and it was a fun movie. I I, I really enjoyed it. Um, like. Sent you guys some good notes. You guys did put my notes in the into the podcast, um, and I'm grateful. Thank you very much. Um, well, it was I a good mean, movie. We we could not pass up the douchebag twat twa- twa- waffle. Twa- waffle canoe. <laughs> I, I still don't know what it is, but it might be my favorite saying the, the, of 2020. The, the, yeah, twa- the twat waffle douche canoe. Yeah, the twat so, waffle um, douche canoe. Uh, that's that's what I got from work. So, um, we we, we got at, a twat waffle douche canoe at work. Oh, we got a bunch of Is that of what them. they call you, Bill? Do you want me to beat somebody no, up? No, 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 That's what we refer to the person that does not do shit. So. Gotcha. Um, but, yeah, no, that that's... <laughs> you work construction, you hear comments like that all the time. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, um, this is our... As we're recording this right now, it is the week of New Year's. So, this is our last podcast of the year. So... Man. It's, it's, it's crazy. I mean, we're on episode 10. Yeah, eleven. 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 I, so you you had me think of ten, or yeah. you had me think of ten earlier when you said that we're on episode eleven, and here we are already talking about going into twenty twenty one. Yeah, insane. It's, it's crazy, man. Yeah. So I I guess I wanted to start this by so we've now reviewed. Now we'll we'll throw the music episode doesn't count. Um, we've reviewed eleven movies. Yeah. What is your favorite? movie that we've reviewed so far uh you know what um you say that i would say the thing initially but i really really liked silent night you want to say deadly night you you (laughs) stop i want i I know because i mean because that's that's the original i know this is a it's a it's a it's a new take on that old that old Mm -hmm. movie series in but i i truly liked that movie last week and i i really wish i was here um 
to put my two cents worth in last week because it, it was it was it was a well rounded movie. It had a good storyline, good plot. You had your typical horror movie tropes going on with stuff that was happening in the movie. I missed out and not being able to review it, but so far that's that's been my favorite movie of the year so far. What about you, Jay? Uh, you know, I I enjoyed Silent Night a lot too, but my favorite actually probably was the thing. Yeah, I, like I said, it was yeah. it, it was a toss up for yeah, me. Yeah, when you said that it I kind of thought the exact same thing as very pretty much a toss up for me as well, but yeah, I would definitely say the thing has been my favorite. I want to go with Green Room, but I'm not going to. Uh I think it was the thing. The thing uh was my fa- you know, cuz it was my first time watching the thing as well. So I wasn't like you guys where I had seen it before, yeah. so um I really enjoyed Watching it and reviewing it for for the first time, but I think that was my favorite as well. Yeah, I mean, it's a good movie, man. I, I, yeah. was, I almost called you a twat waffle douche canoe for uh, recommending hey, the green don't, room. Don't you say that because you got to think about it. You're going, uh, twat waffle <laughs> uh, douche canoe. Um, no, it doesn't roll off your tongue, so don't even go there. I, uh, it, I think I rolled a little bit. Yeah, no, he stu- I, he stuttered during it. It doesn't matter. He he, it's it's mine, not his. Sorry. Gotcha. Gotcha. Trademarked, patented. Yes. It's a billism. It's yeah. a billism. Yeah. I'm sorry that they call you Twat Waffle Douche Canoe. That's just not Yeah, fair. I'm sorry they call you that, too. Uh, you know what? I'm going to call you the, the TWDC. <laughs> I think that, that works. So, all right. Um, so, those Moving are our on. favorite movies uh, that we've reviewed this year. But, uh, over the last week, maybe we did something else or watched something else other than um, uh, Cabin in the Woods. So, uh, Jay, I'll start with you. Uh, anything over the last seven days you kind of want to talk about? Yeah. So, you know, with the holiday theme, I uh, picked up, uh, you know, watched a few more uh, Christmas ones. Uh, watched uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2 and Part 3. Um, the reason I always watch Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2 is because the first, like, 45 minutes of the movie is a recap of the first movie. <laughs> so you can always watch the first two in Part 2. And then, believe it or not, like... Silent Night, Deadly Night 3 is probably one of my favorites of the series. Um, it has nothing to do with the fact that I like a lot of Part 3s, obviously, but uh, still a really good movie because it, it's the final chapter of the whole, you know, Ricky and Billy saga from, you know, the first two or whatever. So check that out. Um, I watched, uh, what did I, oh, last night I watched uh, uh, Krampus Origins. Any good? Uh no. <laughs> no. No, he paused. Was, I say that at the pause, it, it was over. If, if it's Krampus for him and he paused, it's crap. Yeah, it was more like Krampus or, there you go. or Origins, but yeah. Look at you with the rename game on just a, a regular movie watch. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably a good thing because the rename for this movie is going to be really bad. So. <laughs> so the usual. Okay. Yeah. What else did you uh, watch? Uh, I think I'm trying to think of some others that I watched this week. Uh, other than our film, I I think I watched. Uh, see here, we watched. I I don't think I really watched any other movies to be honest with you. Okay, Bill, what well, about I you? Got, I got more in the bag than you do. Huh? What the fuck? Um, uh, actually, I picked up because uh, it was on, um, uh, AMC, I believe it was. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Two, uh, Freddy's Revenge, and. All I kept on thinking through about the first 20, 30 minutes of it, not a bad movie, but man, these special effects did not hold up. No. No. So, moving on. Um, 
a couple weeks ago, I talked about uh, the movie uh, Dead Rising Watchtower. Um, there was a sequel to that called Dead Rising Endgame. Watch that. It's a very fun movie. Just it's a it's a good it's a good ride. If you if you haven't seen it, I recommend picking it up and watching it. And then I'm I, I watched it right after you guys finished up the broadcast recording last week of sun on Sunday. Sunday night I was watching Freaky. Did you, how'd you like it? It's a good movie. So we'll go for well, I'll leave it at that for right now. Okay. All right? Yeah. So. I, I I enjoyed I enjoyed Freaky. Yeah. I, um, so I enjoyed that movie yeah. as well. So uh, I, had, I had a really busy week, and I didn't think I would because uh, Laker season started over the last week. And once Laker season starts, I mean, that's that's half my week uh, at best. But I did. Uh, so, I did wait, so you waste a lot of time watching nobody play basketball. Mm-hmm. Did you? All I heard was champions. I'm sorry. Um, so uh, I watched Rare Exports. I had never oh, seen that before. Wa- what did you think? Um, I, I liked it. Okay. It was completely different than I thought it was going to be. I still I don't know if I don't know if it's a horror movie to me. Uh, it, it's really not. Me- that's what I said in the last episode. It's it's really not meant to be like an actual horror movie. I just like their classic take on what they do with the elves, and I think that they could have done more with if they did bring out the Santa Claus. Out yeah, of the ice. like I, I thought they could have yeah. done, but. Uh, to be honest with you, I went in completely blind. Like I said, I don't like even like reading, uh, reading, reading reviews, uh, and it caught me off guard of you know the type of movie it was. But it wasn't a bad movie. Um, so I watched that. Uh, I watched uh, Ready or Not again. Okay. One of my favorites. If you haven't seen that, I highly, highly recommend it. With the uh, Smara Weaving, uh, who. I love Samara Weaving, but I watched it with the wife actually last night. Uh, Ready or Not. Bill, did you ever see Ready or Not? No. I, rec- I recommend it for you for this upcoming year to, to watch it. It's a, a, a take on like a hide and seek game, but right. the movie around is pretty awesome. Uh, and then I watched this one movie called Cruiser. And this is almost like a found footage told where basically there's a demon that's out there that... Uh, he kills a police officer and takes his police gear and then just rides around in a cop car killing people. Uh, but it gets creepy and out of hand. And I loved this movie. I was not expecting anything from this. And I was like, man, this is I, I recommend it's on Prime. It's called Cruiser. And then, Jay, this is the movie I really want to talk about. And I challenge both of you guys to watch this movie. It's on Shutter right now. It's called Anything for Jackson. This movie caught me out of left field i i don't even know how to fully explain it without giving some stuff away but basically it's uh uh two grandparents want to bring their grandchild back and will go at any cost to bring them back um via like a reverse uh exorcism but where the movie goes from this is batshit crazy it's uh, it's very funny in like a dark humor way, but it's also like very like shock value. Um, I, I I'm telling you, watch this movie. It is badass. I'll check it out. Yeah, anything for see, Jackson. So if you're listening we'll out there, take take a take I a get, risk. I gotta get Shutter then. Listen, <laughs> we're we're so. peddling for sponsors now, but we we don't have them yet. So you're gonna have to pay I for know. it. I know. That's um. So that's what I, I I watched a couple other movies, but uh, nothing worth uh, talking about. But uh, anything else you guys want to talk about before we hit our main feature of Cabin in the Woods? 
I'm good. I'm good, man. Let's move it on. All right, let's ride. And now, on with the show. All right, so this week we watched 2011, and I cannot believe that this movie is nine years old, but we watched 2011's Cabin in the Woods. The uh, Cabin in the Woods. The Cabin in the I Woods. I thought it was A Cabin in the Woods. No, it's no, the, the Cabin, cabin in, the in the Woods. So so that being said, as you so proudly like to say, you have 30 seconds now. Wait, hold on. But even before we even go to that, uh-huh. you know, this is Mike's second win in... 11 weeks, basically. Yeah. Wait, wait, and he he won, what, third week? So it's been... Second week. Oh, yeah, second week. Yeah, so he won... It's uh, been it's been a really long time. He won the non-horror movie Green Room. Yeah. So now, now you have 30 seconds to spill your guts, bro. Oh, don't butcher it. Yeah, don't Listen, butcher it. There's a there's a lot of pressure, but unlike two of my counterparts, this is completely off the dome. Oh, wait, wait, I don't whoa, write whoa, things down. Whoa, whoa, I don't write things down. Hold on. We we've all, we've all started doing it off the cuff now, so I don't want to fucking hear two it. Out my, or, yeah. Two out of my two out of my three. I, I, you know what? I, but what I what I, I want to say I, is, you guys have had way more practice. You've had way more practice on this. Actually, that was the best bill of the season. <laughs> um, but you've had way more practice on you, you this. You can than go buff fuck yourselves. All right. <laughs> I, I love you, bro. You, you're both my brothers. You like you like us, bro? Uh, I, I like <laughs> I, I like you a lot. I like it. I like it a lot. All right. Anyway, you got 30 seconds. So whenever uh, whenever you're ready, Mr. Mike, go. All right. So uh, it starts with we have five kids. It's the normal uh, horror movie setup where they're going to a cabin in the woods from uh, uh, they're renting it from one of the uh, cousins, I believe it was, uh, or uncle. They get out there. Um, once they're in there, they realize that things might not be what they seem. Um, there's a uh, team that is uh, uh, out there, which they don't know, that is trying to save the world from some kind of like dark, evil threat that's out there. So they play a game and basically have all these people, uh, all these tools in the basement. Stop. That, oh, my lordy. Eh. That was horrendous. I did not know where to go with that, and I butchered that. But what I would have said is there's a bunch of things in the basement. They choose. The, it's almost like a choose-your-own-adventure game. And uh, they choose and everybody dies. Yeah, but you need about another 20 seconds for all that. I so. probably needed another minute and a half. I really <laughs> screwed the pooch on that one. Ouch. Woof, woof. <laughs> but, no. Uh, but no, so uh, uh, th- this, was a, this was an interesting movie. I mean, uh, it goes in some different directions here. Um, yeah, it, it was it initially by the way just to start the way the movie started off and i found this out by reading some liner notes on the movie um the beginning of the movie was actually spoofed the way it was so the director is joss whedon in uh i forget the Drew other goddard yeah they, they they did it that way so people thought they were in the wrong theater initially mm-hmm. yeah i got that written down too so i was like yeah. i'm like oh cool that's interesting but so they roll in and I'm like, "What the fuck is going on? Am I? Are we watching the cabin in the woods?" And all of a sudden, there's a cabin in the woods on the screen. You know, it's funny because this is—I haven't watched this in at least seven years, probably. I've only watched this once before, and I think it was right around when it came out. And I didn't remember—I mean, I remember the premise of it. I remember kind of how it goes, but I didn't remember that beginning. I didn't remember them kind of going back and forth as much as they did with like the crew in um you know the 
The bunker. The bunker yeah. and back to the cab. And I thought it was almost like you didn't know what was happening until the very end, which is kind of true, but it's not, you know, it, maybe it's because I had, you know, I'd seen it before, so I knew what was happening, but. I was, the first time I saw this back in 2011, I was on a date and I was, uh, all right, yeah, whatever. And I wasn't really paying attention to the movie, so I couldn't, I couldn't go into it, you know, saying, yeah, I love that movie. It was a great movie or this or that. You know, it just, it is what it is. And I, I, it was like, almost like watching a new movie for me this week. I'm surprised at your age, you understood what the movie was about. I mean, it's, it's way past, you know, the, the elements of, you know, the sci-fi surprises that you're used I'm to. I'm not that much older than you, asshole. He took, he took notes nine years ago and he's, yeah, I, I, off I, 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 <sighs> D- blew him off. See, him see off. what happened there. <laughs> I dropped him. I dropped. Well, you didn't him. see was Bill actually tried Dro- to blow off. dust off of a piece of paper and he dropped it all. Yeah. Um, but so. Adriel, do that to you. Yeah. Bill, I'm Mike and this is Jason. By the way. Um. So <laughs> young whippersnappers. Uh. But uh. No. So like, I kind of want to get into what it does right, and I'll start with just the overall concept of the movie because I'm a big fan of like anyway the. It's almost like the Evil Dead setup, right? Like the cabin in the woods type, the horror movie setup. But just the the twist and the the differences that are in there, I thought the concept was fantastic in this movie. I I, I do like how how they portrayed everything and, and rolled everything out and presented it. And here you go. Not only that, one of the things I liked about it was until you until the very end when. I was kind. Of, I was kind of going. God, this is this is really a slow burn, and we're waiting for things to happen. When they start seeing the the uh, when Dana and Marty are actually in the sacrificial chamber, I guess you would call it. All mm-hmm. right, and they see the figures on the wall with the blood outlines that they kept on showing. Um, what they did with those those caricatures on the wall, they were your typical movie tropes. That's what I like. Oh, every, like, everything about this was I, the generic trope uh, but, as you're going but, through it. But I was like, I was like, damn, that's awesome how they did it. That's you know, it, it was a fun, it was a fun, you know, right. aspect for me. No, I, 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 I agree with that. Um, and you know, to kind of go off of what you're talking about, Mike, I like for me, one of the biggest things I love about this movie is all the concepts that they brought to this movie from every single other horror movie that you so the evil dead concept the cabin Mm -hmm. uh even with the monsters they had deadites and Mm -hmm. um they also had the angry tree killer tree in there and then you had (laughs) then you had the cenobite from uh hellraiser yeah in there so you know they they took a lot of different tropes from all those different uh horror movies and things like that that um we're we're huge. Uh, the one the one little one that I thought I loved, um, Hadley's like I wish the merman would have got her. Later on in the movie, the merman's what killed him. Well, that the, they well, foreshadowed no, he wanted the merman. Oh yeah, 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 yeah I know. But they they I foreshadowed know. that I very know. well throughout. But, uh, but, that, but that was I mean little the little stuff like He's that. He's like, oh well. come on. That was that, <laughs> that was fun. Was, first I was like, what the fuck is that? And then I was like, oh, he's got a massive fin on his ass. <laughs> Basically, or for his feet. Yeah. You were looking so, at the merman's ass. No, I was not looking at his ass. I was like, never mind. You're no, but you know, it's funny because you brought up like the the tropes, and you know, I wrote down kind and of the merman's the ass. The, 
the the stereotype. First off, they do every the five of them are all stereotypes, right? Oh, the jock, absolutely. the dumb blonde, the weed guy, the 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 guy that's the virgin, conscious, the, the virgin. Well, it was the virgin, the whore, the fool. Yeah, but but that's what they, their things yeah. were. But in the normal, you know, horror movie. But then they also have the creepy old man, uh, Mordecai, which I loved. The and Harbinger, I, and I love that whole scene where he's on the phone with them and he's doing the uh, like. They're coming and they're blah blah blah. You I'm know? on speakerphone. And then I? he goes, "Am I on speakerphone?" And they're all laughing. I mean, it just breaks Damn up. Damn it! That, really? It breaks up that tension with like humor. And then he goes back to it talking, and he's like, "I'm still on speakerphone." All right, but they have the old man. They have the rundown gas station. They have the creepy cellar. I mean, everything is a trope. Right. Everything. Yeah, and yeah, it was great. And you know, it's I've seen the movie a lot of times, and I never really truly picked a lot of that up until this time mm-hmm. watching around. I mean. I, like even like when all the monsters come out at the end, like through the you know the elevator shafts and things like that, you know you see like that large lizard that comes through. It was like a a, a thing for Jurassic Park. I mean, they had something in there for almost everything, but it, it worked. And I I will say at yeah. first at first I was like, what the fuck are these scientist guys doing? I mean, I literally was like, what the hell's going on? Why why is this part of the movie? I mean, I wish they would have presented that a little bit better at the beginning of the movie. But for the most part, everything worked. Well, the, the really cool thing with the monsters is there were... So there were 60 total monsters in this film. Mm-hmm. And um, they were all created by the directors. Mm-hmm. So uh, Goddard and Whedon both de- uh, developed each one. Now, obviously, they took a lot of the tropes from a lot of the different movies like we talked about. But most of it was from... Uh, people that they created. Yeah, yeah, really cool stuff. Yeah, I um, uh, I, I will tell you another part of this movie, and my favorite part of this movie, Marty. Oh, <laughs> Marty is Marty. the hands best down. part of this movie, hands down. You know, hands what? down. I, I'm like from from minute one, I'm like, ah, dude, he's gonna be the first to get it. He's fuck. He's the he's a he's a pot smoker, typical drug addict. He's gonna be the first dead. He's gonna be gone. He's done. And then he becomes the fucking hero. You want to hear something really crazy? So they actually said for uh, so the the actor that plays him, uh, Fran Krantz, mm-hmm. uh, he actually had to go through. It took a like three to four week class on how to roll a joint, how to act like a stoner, how to be a stoner, <laughs> all that fun. Seriously, he had to do all of this to figure out how to play the role. But I'll tell you right now, the 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 first time that we meet him and he comes pulling up in that car and he's got that the coffee mug the coffee mug that <laughs> that or that turned into the bong i about lost it because i'm like you know and he comes out of the car and his eyes are like half like half lit and he's just like hey man you know you can't smoke that in my dad's rv don't worry claps it down claps it down into a coffee, coffee mug, mug. <laughs> i but even his his one-liners throughout the whole thing were hilarious oh, yeah um, I even loved like <laughs> when the zombie arm gets the dude at the end. He just looks at it, he goes, "Good work, zombie arm." I mean, like <laughs> everything about this dude was hilarious. I, I my favorite scene is when he find he finds the camera and he starts pulling on the coaxial cable that's around the cabin walls and stuff like that. He's like, "I'm on a reality show, and my parents are going to truly find out what kind of stoner I am." <laughs> and, and then he gets taken out by uh, the zombie. <laughs> when he's uh, reading Nemo. Yeah. And yeah. he's like, listen, Nemo, you got to get your stuff together. You're what, I, it's just 
every every line that comes out of his mouth is uh is great. And I was watching it with the wife. She had never seen the movie before, and like when you think he's dead, um, yeah. Uh, she was like extremely like depressed, and I I knew that you know he he comes back or whatnot. But uh, I uh, it, hands down, he's my truly, favorite part of this entire he's, movie. He's a yeah. truly he's one of those characters that going throughout the year. Yeah, he's yeah. one of the more memorable characters that are in a movie that we've watched. Yeah, I mean he's your he was your modern day Shaggy. Yeah, yeah, by by far. Uh, something else I want to bring up that I really loved about this movie: the body count, sixty nine total deaths in this movie, <laughs> sixty nine, because of the uh, okay, Bill and the Ted. elevator. It's because of the yeah, elevator yeah. scene, you know, what everybody coming well, the, off just of that. that whole ending with the office, like everyone, oh, dude, everybody was, died. The, the, the office was great. Well, that everybody the, to died. me, for me, the best part of this movie is the aspect of, well, if you don't sacrifice him, the world's going to end. There will never be a sequel to this movie. Because the way this movie ends, there is not going to be a sequel unless they've already got one that I missed. No, there's no, no, there's so, no sequel. They but, shut it down. But they were, I mean, they were talking about it. But. The way that the way the movie ends, there should not be a sequel. That was boom, done. Can't do a sequel. So I got a trivia question for you too. Very end of the movie, mm-hmm. you see that you know one of the ancients comes up, puts his hand, or you see come the out of the ground, hand, big slams. hand slams down on the cabin. Who was the ancient that came out of the ground? No clue. No clue. Kronos. The. Uh, he was the the uh, ancient god uh, god of war or something like that. I don't know. In the video Kronos game, is, the god of war. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah it's Kronos. Eh. Yeah. I uh I I but I you know one thing that I wrote down just going back to like that ending scene was it's almost it almost felt like two separate movies were happening simultaneously, and I love that about that. And then you go from that whole cabin scene down into the basement you feel like you're in a completely separate movie and uh i loved it about it i can't argue that um it it, for me one of the other things i took away is they kept on going okay they're in the they're in the bunker it's uh smithers and hadley it's almost like smithers and hadley had control of everything that was going on smithers or stithers citizen no yeah, Stith- it's, C- it's Sitterson. Richard Jenkins' part? Yeah, it's Sitterson. The guys in the bunker, it was Sitterson. Yeah, Sitterson and Hadley. I, I actually pulled a, I pulled up the names. No joke. I'll, du- I'll double check Well, maybe you right should get rid of that uh, T-Mobile phone and go to Verizon. Were you wearing the reading it- glasses that you can't read with? <laughs> Is that... Fuck you and fuck you. <laughs> no, I, I, I am on a Verizon plan, so oh. fuck you. <laughs> That's good. I mean, while you're looking it up, so we got about 25 minutes to spare. Um, I it is uh it is Citizen and Hadley because uh, I looked it up before. Um, yeah, me too. But uh, but also I love those two, like yeah. the dynamic of those guys playing off of each other. Yeah. Anyway, well, okay. Go going with those two guys. No, Bill. Well, you looked it yeah, up. Just, yeah, what was yeah. It? You're, you're right. You're oh, right. Okay, I, I fucked I just up. Make sure. All right. All right. It's for the it's um, for the listeners. Just want to make sure. I'm sorry, listeners. I fucked up. Okay. Um. Anyway, but it, it's it's those two guys in. In the office or in the bunker, controlling everything. And now that is, they're running a betting pool on it, which is even better. So they can control the aspect of it. And now that it proved it, because the one lady's like, "I pick zombies." Oh, yes, you pick zombies. This is redneck redneck zombie family. There's a slight difference here. 
But I even like the scene where they're all standing behind going like waiting for boobies. And then once they get the boobies, like it's like, hey, get get out of here, everybody. Get like, back there's to work. just a bunch of dudes just yeah. standing behind there waiting. Get back to work. Um, everything about them was was great. But that's once again, it just shows like the concept of this movie and the the dynamic um separates it from the normal horror movie. But they give you every trope, but they make fun of it as they're doing it of like yeah. this is the normal stupid shit that you see in a horror movie. Right. And and it completely worked for this film as well because you know, look at you watch these this movie over and over again down, you know, over the years and you pick more and more up with it. That's that's how you know you got a good movie when you when you 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 love it every time you watch it, but you pick up on different things every time that yeah. you watch it. For and I agree with both you guys with the cabin to the office. Actually from the office to the cabin to the office. I thought that was like really awesome because you know, when you're watching a typical, you know, like a uh, Evil Dead movie and they're in the cabin the entire time, it's like you how much more can you actually do with this? Yeah. Now you go with Cabin in the Woods, where they go from the cabin to finding this secret, you know, elevator shaft that takes you through, you know, like a Rubik's cube of of different monsters, and you're like, whoa, what's going on now? And yeah. like surprises after surprises, it's 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 great. Absolutely. Uh, I did. I and you talked about the Rubik's cube of monsters. I liked some of the monsters that they had in it. it was like. Man, why didn't we see those in the movie? I know. I just I had know. to wait a few minutes. <laughs> but but I'll tell you, you know, one thing I wrote down um, and I circled it and highlighted it was I want, I, I really wish there was a sequel to this or a prequel. Um, I almost want like an origin story of like some of these other monsters that were there or just the whole bunker concept. If we could go back to like 10 years before and the one previous to that, I mean, I... I'm clamoring for more of that. I I agree with you. I mean, I would love to know the story about. Uh, I forget now what the 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 the, the, the orb, orb thing, the orb guy with the saw saw blades in his head. Yeah, that's the centipede. Yeah, centipede. Yeah. All right. I would love to know his origin story because that they, they, they had, the, they had cool. the wolf. They had the the little girl ballerina dancing that turned around that had, yeah. like is like there there were so many different things, but. When they 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 show that uh, they like flash out, uh, pull the on, camera on the queue, out. Yeah, yeah, the camera pull out, and there's like literally like hundreds yeah. or thousands that are in there. That would you definitely could, be... you could choose different things and even mm-hmm. make a whole movie on that, or just make a movie on, um, you know, it, all the different uh, like Japan had one, and yeah. what, and I and I also loved them flashing over to the Japan one where uh, the evil. Japan Kyoko. is like got the classroom running around and then yeah. it comes back and they've defeated the demon, you know, because and, and they're like, frog. oh, shit. Yeah, it's, he's it's, like, God damn it. It's great. It's great. Well, but they, I would have loved to see well, they showed like other countries, too. Yeah. Yeah. And they all lost. And they all lost. Yeah. yeah. So they, they all lost. Except stupid America. Like yeah. we, we can't handle our shit. Yeah. But um, clearly um, I, I you know what else I kind of like a couple of other things that I I noticed throughout this too like with the different monsters. First of all, you have to like really pause the movie to kind of see it, but the part where the elevators open up and all the monsters come out and devour the um the the guards guards or whatever, you see the purple people eater come out from the far right, and it's up on the up on the ceiling coming uh-huh. out. So you see the purple people eater. I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, a couple other things I don't know if you guys have noticed. Um, but you know, kind of going to a different uh, tropes with the movie. Uh, number one, um, the Buckner family, the uh, the 
they're the hillbilly zombies. They're zombie called the family. Buckners. Yeah. So the part where Marty, um, you know, we thought he bites it or whatever, and he's having that scene with the you know outside the window, and the the one Buckner puts his tilts his head to to the right or whatever. It was a homage to Michael Myers. Yeah, because how he's always doing that, okay. and then the camper, uh, the what they call the Rambler or whatever it was, uh, the camper that they were in mm-hmm. was a homage to the camper from Hills Has Hills Have Eyes. So there's like a lot of different things that they brought into this movie that was really awesome, and you just really had to keep your eye open. And I don't know if you really guys even noticed this too, but did you see the giant cat in one of the? Oh yeah, one of the yeah, I saw that. I didn't. I, I never noticed that until like last night I'm watching it. And I'm like, what the hell is that? And I'm like, oh my god, that's a giant cat. Yeah, there's <laughs> it's right next to the giant tarantula. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that w- I would have I would have been dead. John Trans Tarantula, <laughs> no thank you. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think you'll be dead with all those. This is true. I wasn't I would not be the one I I would have just accepted my fate at some point in time. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know which one I would probably my my luck would probably be the zombies. Yeah. Yeah. Probably be eaten alive. I, I really don't them. think there's like a good. Yeah, because if you got like stepped on or eaten by one of those big things, it's an instant death. You don't have to worry about anything. No, actually, actually zombies. You watch them just rip you apart. And actually, the most interesting one it, uh, was the the robot that had the almost like a scorpion that had a tail with a saber saw on the end of it, rotating. So oh, yeah, I didn't it, see that one either. Oh yeah, you because yeah. it's it's the one that's making that that real whining noise when it comes out of the elevator gear like, and it, it dude it's chopping people how did that up. go again yep, that's good. <laughs> boom i did it but you see it running down the steps and it's like hacking people left yeah. and right it's it's pretty good and people our our listeners don't see me hacking with my arm like that tail was so <laughs> I, I I will say, and this is probably just my last thought on what it does uh, right. Uh, the, the, the Buckners themselves are creepy, and the head Buckner dude. Um, uh, there's just a couple really good scenes, like when they open the door and he's standing right there. Um, it almost looked like a Jason Voorhees the way he was breathing. Uh, also, too, with that same Buckner you're talking about was when he got thrown in the lake, and then all of a sudden you and he see, rises out. He of the rises lake. up, which is his head up to his upper torso, and that was creepy because it was just a stare down and yeah. you're like, man, I, I, even that scene, but I, I yeah. thought they did a really good, uh, a really good job. And I, I think this is one of those movies that you can go back and watch and you will continue to see different mm-hmm. yeah. things, you know, yeah. with it, which yeah. is always a sign of a good movie. I, I still say what, one of the, the, the fun takes that I saw in it is after that initial contact with the Buckners, um, Kurt comes running back to the cabin and he's like, they're coming. And they're, who's coming? They eventually arrive, and they're like, "Well, where's Jules?" And he, in uh, the Buckner father, I guess you'd say, tosses her head into uh, yeah. Dana. Yeah, and she's like, "Oh my god!" I don't really think it was "Oh my god." I know, but I'm just saying. <laughs> I just, you know, it's good to have you back, Bill. Um, <laughs> so, uh, do we want to go over to what we thought we it Bad. does wrong? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, we yeah I, I got a lot. So go ahead. All right, so actually, I'm going to take the Marty theme. Okay. So Marty is the best character in this show, movie. Obviously, we know this, but there are some, there are a couple things I want to talk about with Marty that made absolutely no sense with me at the end. And f- so it's a two parter here. I'm going to talk about them, 
or spill them out, then we could talk about them. So number one, um, so the zombie puts that cleaver thing into his back, drags him all the way until we think he's dead, right? All right, so fast forward 40 minutes into this film. He's downstairs. This is where you know Dana rejoins him, and he's trying to figure out, showing her the elevator stuff, whatever. He's got no blood on his back. He's moving around like as if nothing happened. So what happened to the whole... He had no holes in his shirt either. Yeah. So is this your what the fuck moment? No. Okay. Keep going then. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, and number two, uh, the the uh, they're talking about um, in the office areas, they're talking about how they have every all the characters in the you know, uh, in the cabin set up with some kind of vitals. So wouldn't you fucking know that Marty is still alive because his vitals are still not showing that he's dead? <laughs> I thought the yeah. same thing. Yeah. yeah. So to me, those were like two, two areas that I'm like, that made no sense to me. So yeah, those were, no, I have another, what the fuck? We'll get to that later on. But, uh, but yeah, that was definitely not it. <laughs> All right. Um, do you guys remember a movie called The Truman Show? Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. To me, <laughs> because they be, they become basically, they're basically in a big dome then. Because when Chris Helmsworth, his his character, uh, Kurt, Kurt, hops on the dirt bike and jumps and hits the wall, <laughs> the whole wall, you know, I'm like, to me, it was like, well, where the fuck did that come from? You know, because I, I was not anticipating that. Well, it's funny you actually say that because the um, the security guard that was in the office, yeah, his name was Truman, and the director uh, Drew Goddard actually took that from the Truman Show. All right, I will. I just while we're talking about Truman, it's the only thing I want to say. He he doesn't make sense to me in this movie at all because mm-hmm. he's like the moral compass that's down there. Yeah, but why do you take this job if? Yeah, he if said he was trained. A, if yeah. you have a moral he's, compass he's tra- and all this, so like he, he was he, trained, he was told all about what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, so he can't he can't be like the the voice of reason if he knew what the point of the job was to kill these kids off, like to save humanity. He knew what he was doing. Well, no, no, he his his initial job was to protect the people in the office from anything that could happen. Yes, but he also knows what's happening right. in this scenario because yeah. um, they're like you're on board, you got to like. So you can't all of a sudden then be the moral compass for it. It just doesn't make sense to me. So I I don't know. I just had a I had a problem with his character in general. So yeah, um, but for me, for the first, I'll say the first about half the three quarters of this movie. Um, one of the things that I took away from it was one of the things that you took away from Leatherface. Everything was so fucking dark, and you really couldn't see a lot of the kills happening in the first half of the movie, for me. Yeah. But all of a sudden, like, they started moving into areas where, okay, there's some light. You could see what was actually happening and see how the kills were happening. For me, it, the, the the dark was like, it was, uh, it was it, like... It was very dark at times. Now, unlike Leatherface, where they just stay outside for 50 straight yeah, minutes, and yeah. they go back to the cabin, and then yeah. they, they're going back down to the bunker where it's very light, so it does break it up, but I agree, for the long periods of time where they are out there, it does yeah, get a little it, dark. It's, I mean, it's dark, and you can't you can't see the blood and gore happening. Personally, mm-hmm. that's how that's how I felt. I, yeah. I want to go back to the beginning. The 
the second scene, I guess, because it's not um, uh, Sitterson and uh, the other guy, but Hadley. Hadley. The, the girl, and I'm I'm not I'm not upset that she was doing it, but she's in her underwear right in front of the window facing the street. Who in the world does this uh, in any way, shape, or well, form? My, my, my th- you, we'll go a little farther into that scene. And they keep on going through that scene. And then uh, Jewel and Kurt come in. Kurt, Kurt well, they're, they're going on with the conversation. And Kurt, like, you realize you're only in your underwear. And she's like, oh, shit, I forgot I was just in my underwear. She had that reaction yeah. to her. But, you know, she just got so... So caught up into the conversation she was having with Jules, but it but it doesn't matter because before she was talking to Jules, she still well I guess it opens with her talking to Jules in the window, yes. but but she's just standing in her underwear in a wide open window once again facing a main street. Uh, it's just I'm not complaining. Hey, no, listen, know, I'm you know, I'm I'm happy it was there, yeah. but uh, in a things of like. Does it make sense? No. no. Was it needed? Did it advance the story or the plot? No. Mm-hmm. Once again, glad it happened. But especially if she's the virgin, right? She's not. <laughs> she's not like the blonde girl. In this well, we scene, know right? she's not. You know she's not because no, but because Sigourney Weaver's character, who I don't even know the character's name, goes. Well, we work with the best we have. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> she was like, well, you're the vir- you know with the virgin, and she was like virgin. I mean, the whole first part was obviously she had yeah. an affair with her professor. Yeah. So. But uh, I, I also, when they arrive at that gas station, which, by the way, who in the world goes into that gas station? But the sign immediately, it looks run down. The sign says closed on it. It looks like nobody's been there in like 30 years, but they still stop. They walk into this place, start saying hello, even though and he, I know the Mordecai comes in and goes, can't you read the sign? But who in their right mind stops at that gas station? Well, obviously they did. What? I, once again, in their right mind, who stops there? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I I probably continue on, hey, but the, out there, you you don't know what else could be out there. So that could have been the best option, if the only option. But it looks like it's empty. It looks like there's nobody there anyway. So like, why would you stop there? It says closed. It looks run down. It looks like nobody's been there in well, years. So maybe you're they had like, to pee. But then you never mind. That, there's I, lots of woods. I, I, you know what? They're millennials. Bingo. Uh, I, I, I guess. So I guess. I'll tell. I'll bring something else up that I I didn't like. Let's talk about the betting board for a second. So the whole. The, I know, Bill. You're looking at me like what? Let me explain. The betting board was great. Oh, oh, oh you said betting board. I'm like, I'm like, what the hell did you say? I didn't get what you uh, said initially. Yeah. So the betting board was great itself, but what we learned later on when they're going through the shaft of the elevator is there's. Thou are like there's what like I said earlier sixty monsters right, but on the actual board there's only like twenty monsters listed on there. So what happens if they pick up one of those toys or whatever the object in the basement of one of those other that nobody had on the betting board? They let it ride till the next time. I, but they don't explain that. That's, I know. So that's, that's just a that's a so that was a like pothole. It's a pot. It's a pothole. It's a big pothole. Pothole. But that was something that I've 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 found interesting because like when we're watching the movie, I, I counted all the things. There's like maybe twenty five spots, but there's sixty monsters. Yeah, I mean, like yeah. One of, one of my big things you bring that up. Um, they eventually get to the point, but that part of a that part of the movie that I don't like in this aspect is they need to explain better. 
towards the beginning why they're starting to do this, then almost three quarters of the way into the movie going, this is why this is happening. Because at first, when they keep on jumping back and forth between, you know, the office, the cabin, the office, the cabin. Yeah, I kind of get the aspect. Yeah, they're watching them. But how do they know that something bad's going to happen? To me, that's, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a good twist, but having to wait so long to find out why they're actually doing it, that's what kind of bugged me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, um, I, I had a couple other little things. Like, one, the cabin on the outside does not match the cabin on the inside in any no, way, no, shape, the or form. Cabin on the inside is huge. Like, this shack on the outside, which looks exactly like the Evil Dead house, but they walk into it and it's like a mansion or some kind of cra- Well, not a mansion, but I mean, I was it's like. It's a lot bigger. It's a lot bigger than what it looks like on the outside. So I was like, that doesn't make any sense. No, hold, and on, then, hold on, hold on, hold on. Time out real quick. On the outside, you know what cabinet looks like? Is a cabin from uh, uh, Evil Dead One? But that's what he. Just oh, yeah, said. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I was thinking. I never mind. My bad. I was thinking another movie. Listen, I'm just going to leave a moment in here Shit. of silence for your memory that has apparently left you. Play, play cricket. So, um, uh, Bill, does it also remind you of the cabin? Maybe from Evil Dead, the first one. Maybe. Okay. Yeah, so I, maybe the second one at this point. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, I I also uh uh. Uh, when the uh, Evil Dead style, Evil Dead One, Bill, uh, when the the cellar door just blows open, and they all just act like it's a normal thing, except for Marty, who's like the is, wind. Uh, is Marty's like the only person that's like, are we going to ignore like what just happened here and go down? You know, because he's the voice of reason through this whole yeah. thing. But like, they're all just like dumbfounded to just walk down this thing. I, I, I it blows me away. Well, the, and not only that is the second time when they're locked into the r- individual rooms. Um, Dana and, uh, Holden are in the room together and they open up the, open up the floor to go down into the basement again. I'm like, you got somebody that's coming after you and you're going into a spot that has, you shine a light down there, has a table full of killing implements all over it. Why are you really going to be going down there? I mean, it just is like, typical. I don't, I, that's it. Same essence, so I don't really think they knew that yet. Yeah, she didn't figure that out until they got into the elevator. You know, because that's when she started banging on that. She's like, "Oh my god!" Like we picked our own death. Yeah. So they didn't know that at that point. And you know, it. it but it also goes back to your typical making fun of horror movie tropes. Let's go to the one yeah. place that we're fucked. Yeah. So yeah, that's where they went. Which brings me to my Darwin. Are you ready for my Darwin? Go for your. So Darwin. let's talk about the system purge. So the part that uh, Marty and Dana are inside that room and the guards are coming in close on them and sh- there, there's that button right there where mm-hmm. they can push up. That's where all yep. the monsters get released and yada yeah. yada. That's my Darwin. And the reason is, is who the fuck makes a system purge to let everything out? Wouldn't you think you'd want to make the system purge to kill everything yeah. so it doesn't come out after you? Yeah. I so I'm very upset because that was my Darwin. That was my exact Darwin as well, which I will, I have a backup Darwin. But uh, uh, well, then if that's your Darwin, I got my Darwin before you're going to get into yours. No, because... do yours because if you steal my other one, then it's just all meant right. to be. So, <laughs> all right. So they're, they're in the, the Rambler. They're making their valiant escape attempt. And the, the cave is supposed to have been, or a tunnel is supposed to have been collapsed. They finally collapse it where they're halfway in there. 
him driving in reverse in an RV at like nearly 60 miles an hour <laughs> with just kind of looking out the rear, looking out the window, ain't nothing happening. And he's able to do it without fucking crashing into anything. Bullshit. I, right. <laughs> I'm like, and he's hauling ass and he's like, how? Bill, you can't even do that going forward with your double glasses. Listen, I, uh, I'm glad. I'm glad that was your Darwin because nothing car related would have been mine. <laughs> Me neither. Uh, so here's my backup Darwin. So there's a moment in there where um, I think it was Dana and Holden were in the. They ran back into the house, and uh, he's like, he's like, we gotta go, we gotta get out of here. So what does she do? She grabs her suitcase <laughs> to start packing it. Oh yeah. yeah. So. These zombie dudes are coming to kill you, and she's like, "I gotta, I got my outfits, I got my like, I'm gonna pack that stuff. I got like, my, it makes, car, I gotta get my cardigan. I got, I gotta get all these things. Like, I need my makeup. You, you run <laughs> and you go. It made no sense. Like, she goes to grab her suitcase. I'm like, this is like the dumbest thing, and you deserve to die, which she eventually does. But uh, uh, she, she, she we deserved don't know, it way actually. Early. We don't know because is, you gotta remember true. the. The whole essence of the whole virgin is the gods got to make the decision whether the virgin lived or not. So well, I'm, I'm we don't ju- know if either I'm, one I'm of them ju- lived or died or what happened. I'm judging by the way uh, you said the gods. I'm guessing all six million people in the world at th- or billion people at that time that the I movie did. was made died. Yeah, but you know you, you just gotta hold it out there. So that's all I had. Is there anything else you guys have left uh, before we head into ratings? Um, nope, that's, that's all I had on that, but I I did want to bring up one other really cool thing that, um, was brought to my attention, um, you know, that, uh, you know, I, I felt really interesting was the make, one of the makeup artists for the movie was Heather Langenkamp. Oh, really? Yes. Uh, Livia actually brought that to my attention. Um, so her husband, uh is actually a special effects coordinator for a lot of movies and does a lot of special effects. So like that whole beginning sequence in a nightmare, new nightmare mm-hmm. with that was based off of her real life with having a special effects husband. So in the credits, she's actually la- labeled as Heather Anderson off of her husband's last name, Anderson, but she did a lot of the makeup effects for uh, cabin in the woods. That's super cool. Yeah. 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 All right. More, more info. Um, awesome. So uh, with that, I think let's uh, let's uh, put a bow on this and uh, head into ratings. Welcome back. And uh, here at the Michael versus Jason featuring Billy Horcast, uh, we use a one to 10 rating scale with one being the worst movie we've ever watched and 10 being a cinematic masterpiece. We like to rate on kills, uh, FX, story, overall, and then kind of give a thumbs up, thumbs down for the masses. So we'll start with kills. And Bill, I'm going to start with you on this one. Um, If the first portion of the movie wasn't as dark as it was um the score would be higher but i gave it a six um because what i was able to see when i was able to see it is pretty decent yeah i I'll, I'll go next i gave it a six as well um i thought the kills were all right um 
in the cabin section, but once you get to like the the bunker section and that all the blood and the different monsters out there, I thought it was pretty awesome. So it's a six for me, Jay. Uh, I'm gonna give a Bill's favorite number from last week. I'm gonna give it a seven, and that is because I thought the kills were great as well. Uh, I even thought the kills in the cabin, you know, with her getting beheaded, like you you saw the whole sequence with them pulling out the you know the saw, and you're just like, ugh. And, you know, with some of the cool effects. But, yeah, once you get to the bunker and, like, the entire um, uh, guards and all the workers and things like that, they each, you know, uh, die by one of the different monsters and things like that. I thought it was great. So, I definitely, definitely worth a seven. Awesome. So, we'll go to uh, FX, and I'll start with that. I give it a six and a half. Um, I thought... Uh, the the effects were pretty good when we were in the in the in the bunker. Um, well, I should say the FX were great once we got to the bunker scene. But in the cabin, uh, like that that whole atmosphere, that the head that gets thrown in, it all looks real. I thought the the effects were pretty good on it. Um, so it's six and a half. Jay, what do you got? Yeah, I'm gonna go around the same as six and a half. Uh, I agree with you a lot that you say, and it was kind of cool too because like the, really the only part that I really noticed like some over the top CGI was when the blood was coming through the different, uh, uh, things in the basement, you know, the, like the fool, the virgin, the, the stone yeah. things, you could see the CGI on, on those, uh, pretty badly. But, uh, I, I give it a six and a half. Bill, uh, you guys were both looking at my notes because I get his, give it a six and a half as well. Um, for all the same reasons. So perfect. Uh, that takes us to story, Jay. I'll start with you on this one. So for the story, uh, I, I'm going to give it actually an eight, and I'm I'm high. I'm giving it a high number because I thought the story is great, just because of the homage and everything that it did to all the horror movies of mankind. You know, basically they they had a taste of everything from the 1940s all the way to present, and. I thought that was great. Um, I loved how, you know, they took a simplistic uh, horror movie in a cabin to expand it to the bunker and put the, the the plot twist that you just did not expect. It it was worth an eight to me. Okay, Bill. He was looking at my notes again because I gave it an eight. <laughs> um, I liked it because it's actually a it's it's with everything you said, very good. But it's an original story. I mean, there's nothing been like this ever put out. That's what I liked about it. So that's why I gave it an eight. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm right there in line with you. I was a little bit lower. I gave it a seven, but for all the same reasons. Um, it's just where it fell, I guess, in my, um, pentalon. Is that the word? I, I, I made that shit up. Listen, I'm, I'm drinking tonight, so um, I'm little waning it, as I call it, where I like to make up some words and and go with that. But the pantheon pantheon that's the word um you guys can't say it like oh yes because you didn't know what the fuck i was talking about so i still don't um, know what the fuck you're talking about but so that's that's good. right so uh as seven so we'll head over to overall movie and bill i'm gonna kick it back over to you uh i gave it a seven um i liked it i like the the kills the gore fx good story you know everything balanced out gave it a seven yep i i was um Right, right there with you. Seven. Um, I thought this is a really, really solid movie. Jay, I give it an eight, and it's got the Marty effect. You know, <laughs> Mar- Marty alone made this movie an eight. Yeah. Uh, 
But that. no, the, the kills, the gore, uh, the effects, the storyline, you know, the hidden surprises, the, you know, the everything they did with the original movies that they kind of brought into this with the tropes and stuff like that. Yeah, it was a great movie. And I kind of want to go back to something you said earlier, Mike. And that's like, I wish they would kind of do like different stunts from the different characters in this movie. Like and, an origin, and origin some of this movies stuff. Yeah. and stuff. Yeah, I think that'd be awesome. Or even just a prequel. I thought that would be... Just give us something. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been a decade, almost. So, um, that yeah. takes us to overall... No, we just did that. That yeah. takes us to... Is it overall? Thumbs up, thumbs down. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Get Jeez. your thumb out of your ass. What is going on? Uh, well, if I were to take the thumb out of my ass, it would be sticking in the thumbs up motion, because this is a two thumbs up for me. We're going to reverse <laughs> rodeo, Bill. <laughs> I don't even want to follow that one up. <laughs> I'm glad he went to you, not me. <laughs> I will say it was a good movie. I give it a thumbs up. Jay, I- I'm going to give it two thumbs up. So between the three of us, that's four thumbs up. So uh, this is definitely a recommendable movie, though. I-, I definitely think that a lot of different people could see this movie. Um, so... Uh, that ends that, but, uh, what we like to go to now is our rename game. And for those that are first time listeners, uh, the rename game is basically after we watch this movie, if we could go back and rename this anything, um, based upon what we've, you know, viewed, what would we rename it? Um, who wants to go first? I'll, I'll, I'll go first because they're really bad. So I just want to get them over with. So the first one, um, how many do you got this week? I got two. Oh, okay. I got two. So the first one, um, I'm actually, I don't, I don't think they're too bad, but the we'll first the one, that. yeah, you'll be the judge of that. So obviously Chris Hemsworth, um, who's one of the main stars of this movie, at the exact same time that this came out, he just got done, he got picked up afterwards to do the remake of Red Dawn, right? So um, I called one of my uh, Dead Dawn, instead of Red Dawn, Dead Dawn. Yeah. I told you, they're not that good this week. I, other, I appreciate the creativity, but the other one, I I just I went Marty on this one. And I called it Shaggy's Shag Cabin, <laughs> but no shagging happens in the shag cabin. Yeah, yeah it kind of happened on the outside of the cabin. Uh, that was out in the woods. Thus, it's not in the cabin. Exactly. But Shaggy didn't shag either. Shaggy wasn't even trying to shag. Just just go with it. That actually makes your name even worse when you say Shaggy wasn't even trying to shag in the shag cabin. Just right. What? what All right, Bill. Tell us your bullshit. Bill, let's go to yours. All right. Um, uh, my first one because I've got multiple. Um, the elevator of doom. I like it because I'm they, close. I have I have one close. All That's right. why I like it. Um, but of then course. yeah, I did mention the movie Truman. So this would be the cabin in Truman, Tr- the cabin in Truman's world, or District Nine from uh, the Hunger Games because of the big dome that they're in. So okay, so. okay. I, so I, I got four, but they all kind of suck. But uh, one is Elevator of Evil, so I thought that was uh, kind of like yours. Yeah. I have Cellar of Terror, The Nightmare in the Woods. I kind of like that one. And then um, my trying to be funny, but not really funny, uh, Marty McDie. <laughs> like Marty McFly, Marty McDie. There's nothing about time in this movie, so it doesn't but it's, fit. But it's just a play on words. I think Marty we should McDie. go back to the future so you can redo your rename. This coming from Dead Dawn. It made sense though. There's no character named Dawn in this movie though. So and the you should just combine yours, Dead Dawn, 
Shaggy's dead dong, dead donning in the woods, <laughs> dead, dead donging in the woods. <laughs> That could be be yours. All right, so uh, that uh, puts a uh, a nice little bow on Cabin in the Woods. So um, what do you say we start to look towards next week, a new year? Oh, God, please, let's move on. And see what we have have for next year. So uh, let's move to the Devil's Wheel. And welcome back to our next segment, blah, 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 the devil's wheel. The devil's wheel is a, it's a what? It's a, you said our skankment. Our skankment? Skankment. Oh, the, the the train has not only gone off the wheels, but it has uh, killed a small town in the village (laughs) uh, nearby. But, uh, so this is our devil's wheel segment. So each week we each take three movies, we throw it on a wheel. We spin it, whichever wins. That's the movie we we, uh, we review next week. So before we spin the wheel, we got to know what's on the wheel. So, Bill, since you were out last week and your movie won, I'll kind of kick it to you to kind of... Your movie won from the previous week. uh, So you would have to put a new movie on. Usually we do that. Yeah, well, um, this week I have the original Saw on there. Okay. Absolute classic there. Um, I put uh, American Werewolf in London back on there, and I have 13 Ghosts on there. Okay. Hey, why do you have 13 Ghosts on there? <laughs> because I had left it on there from Bill, have, the last you, time. Have you, ever seen, have you ever seen 13 Ghosts before, or is this uh, a new one for you? No, I've only seen one or two Ghosts in my lifetime. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, Suckers. I'll, uh, I'll go next because I won this uh, last week. Damn Skippy. And uh, I'm putting Brightburn on there. Uh, I want to revisit that. Uh, Midsommar. Uh, Midsommar. I, it's Midsommar. Uh, <laughs> because once that again, one. we have like a foot of snow outside, and I want to think of um, warmer times. And then uh, the original VHS, uh, I have that on there as well. So, Jay, what be your three? So, I kept my ride or die on there, Phantasm 2. Um, I also um, kept on A Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3. And I kept on Fright Night from the 1980s. All right. So we have nine movies, but only one can win. Let's spin the wheel. Ah, I just want to, like, I just, I sense Bill winning. I don't even want to look because I know. No. It is a Jason victory, and it continues his trilogy of three. What one, Jay? We are going to visit Freddy Krueger and A Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3. Is this Dream Warriors? Yes, yeah. This is so the we, Dream Warriors. So we get okay. to hear Dokken. Do We get to hear Dokken. So, uh, uh, so everybody is on the clock. You guys have uh, seven days to watch A Nightmare on Elm Street 3. Uh, I don't think Jason has too many more part threes that he can throw on there, but I don't want to challenge him oh, because yes, I there, do. there are more that are out there, but uh, uh, we will be reviewing all things Nightmare on Elm Street 3 next week. So we'll get a, we got a Jason on here already. We've had a little bit of Leatherface. Now we're getting into a little Freddy, a little Kruger action. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So uh, with that said, let's go to our last segment. 
the kill of the week. Wait a minute. I got a better idea. This is our last episode of 2020. So instead of the kill of the week, why don't we have our kill of the year? Fucking let's do it. Kill of the year. Right, so welcome to our award-winning segment awarded by moi each week. Um, and this 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 time we're gonna do the kill of the year. So what we usually do is we take a movie that we watched over the last week and uh we kind of just talk about one kill from each of us. But being the end of the year, and what a wonderful 2020 it's been, I think, for everybody. I think we could all just agree. Um so what uh, what would the kill of the year from? Are we just doing from any movie you've watched this year? Any movie, any movie you watched, any movie you. So watched. I think I've already screwed up because I my my list was only on twenty twenty movies, so it had to be a movie from twenty twenty. I know I'm alone on this one. You are, but uh, yeah. Jay, since it was your idea for the kill of the year, maybe it was my idea last week. I don't know, but uh, I'm gonna let you kick us off. What is your kill of the year? We're gonna we're gonna go to Friday the Thirteenth Part Four, and when poor Doug takes takes a really really cold shower, so the part where Jason puts his hand through the mirror or through the mirror through the shower shower glass, grabs him by his skull, or puts his thumb right through and crushes his entire head to the back of the to the back of the wall. I, th- I think that's a great kill. A little Voorhees action. A little for the kill Voorhees of the year. action. Awesome. Yes. Awesome, Bill. Um, because I'm going with originality. Um, you guys both mentioned the movie Freaky. The opening scene is a phenomenal opening scene with all the kills that are involved in that opening scene. Jay, you picked the tennis racket scene. All right, good kill, but it does not rate as high as the wine bottle scene where he shoves the wine bottle down the guy's throat and takes his fists and pounds both sides of his neck and the thing shatters in his throat and the guy dies. That was original. I've never seen anything like that in a movie before. That's my kill of the year. It's because you didn't watch horror movies until we started the forecast. Oh, I've watched enough horror (laughs) movies in my lifetime. Yeah, like Alien and Die Hard and all those things. Um, And and Gremlins. (laughs) And Gremlins. And E.T. You know what's funny? And I'm not even going to try to come up with another one. Bill, that is my kill of the year as well. Um, I, 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 it caught me off guard. Like, and I, I almost think that you could take any one of those kills from that beginning sequence and so just because you talked about that one, I'm going to talk about once again, Jason, you talked about last week, but the tennis racket from both sides of the head yeah. and cramming them. Either one of those to me are, they're original. That's that's what gets me, right? Is the fact you've never seen that before. It's original. It, and and I and I didn't expect, once, and I, I told you guys a couple weeks ago, I said the very first five, 10 minutes might be the best intro mm-hmm. to a movie that I've seen in an extremely long time. So I'm glad we're all kind of agreement on that. Uh, but that is my kill of the year, and I will almost say kills of the year because that just yeah. If 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 you don't watch anything of Freaky, watch the first ten minutes of the movie, and I think you'll be blown away. Well, after you watch the first ten minutes, you're gonna end up watching well, the entire obviously. movie. It's a great yeah. movie. It's yeah. a fun movie. Yeah, yeah. It's so, a really good. So, movie. with that said, then I mean, 
what do you guys think of uh, like what? Let's do a top five this year. Top five movies watched this year. The whole year. Whole year. Okay. Whole year. Yeah. So okay. how do we want to do? Do we uh, want to go all around like each five? We'll, we'll each go, do we'll our go, five. We'll do our five, four, three, two, one. Okay. So, um, Bill, I'll have you kick off of what is number five for you. Number five for me. Um, I know Jay's gonna. Yeah, it's about right. Um, I'm gonna go with Alien. I liked it. Is that's one of my movies because it's got one of the classic kills with the chest bursting scene. That's me. So, I I'll go next. My number five this year um, was The Invisible Man. It was the new one that just came out uh, this year. It uh, uh, it lived up to expectations. Actually, it exceeded my expectations, um, and I loved it. So, Invisible Man comes in at number five for me. Jay, what do you got? I actually had Freaky. Okay, I actually had Freaky. And I, I think that's probably going to come up again. Yeah, um, I'm, sure, I'm sure it will. Um, it was number five for me. Um, like we just talked about a lot of originality in it. I loved um Vince Vaughn as a serial killer. I mm-hmm. I thought, you know, he played the role very well and I just liked the entire concept of the Freaky Friday. So, yeah. He played and he really plays the better the girl. Like that, yeah, that's yeah. almost the the better acting. So, yeah. uh at number 4, Bill, what do you got? Um I'm going with Jaws. I mean, a lot of mine a lot of mine are older movies, I will admit. Well, that doesn't surprise me. Shut up, because all your movies, I'm not saying all, 90% of your movies are all between 1980 and 1989, so I don't want to fucking hear it. First off, Bill, that is the most accurate thing you've said on this entire podcast. Mm-hmm. And what's crazy is his first movie was a 2020. I know. So, once again, the, the year's 2020, everything's so, batshit crazy. But I, I'm just going... We're, we're going to revisit your comment here in a little bit. All right. Okay. But the Jaws comes in yeah. at number four. Yeah. Yep. Uh, my number four uh, is going to be The Rental. So this was uh, Dave Franco's um, uh, directorial debut, and it's got his wife in it, Allison Brie. Uh, this movie is like that creepy, they rent a cabin, um, or they rent like an online rental, but somebody's like watching them and has cameras set up in the house, and it just gets creepy and morbid and stuff like that from there i i really enjoyed this movie i was looking forward to it for a long time um and it lived up to expectations so that's my number four jay what's your number four so i'm gonna take another 2020 uh nobody sleeps in the woods tonight uh that was a movie that was on netflix um i thought it was great had a, some really cool kill sequences in it a really good storyline uh really stupid kids you know the whole enchilada in that one but really good movie Absolutely. I loved that movie. Bill, number three. Number three. I'm going with last week's movie, Silent Night. Um, just liked it. It was a good, fun ride. Um, and it's probably one of the best movies we've reviewed on this show so far this year. So that's what I'm going with. Uh, my my number three is Freaky. So I I love the movie. I think we've talked about it ad nauseum, and uh, I don't have anything else to say on it, but uh, you should definitely watch the movie. Jay, what's your number three? Uh, my number three is Train to Busan. Oh. So I, you know, I know it came out last year, but uh, didn't get to watch it until this year. I had no desire to watch it at first, and just heard so many people really talking really good about it, and 
So watched it one night, and I'll tell you what, I was blown away. Great movie, definitely recommend it. Uh, it's another subtitled film, but the zombie sequences in this movie are just really far out. Yeah, said I. Bill, what is your number two? My number two is the thing, um, because it's one of my favorite movies. You know, it's in it's in my top ten of favorite movies in general. Um, and I just like it. It's just a good, good ride. My number two, uh, I talked about it earlier and I'm glad I caught it this year, but anything for Jackson that catapults to the second best horror movie I've watched this year. I thought it was, uh, unbelievable. I I loved every minute of it. Um, and I think everybody should go out and watch that. Jay, what's your number two? So my number two is a movie called beyond the gates. Uh, this movie, I think, also might have, I think it came out in 2016, 2017, but it's got Barbara Crampton in it, uh, who, she was a famous actress from back in the 80s movie, like, she was in um, a lot of horror movies back then, like, a lot of H.G. Wells movies, um, uh, like, from beyond, like, from beyond and things like that, but, so basically this movie is about, like, this uh, guy that inherits, like, a, a video store from his dad or someone, and he finds this uh, video um, that he plays with, and it. it I'm not going to ruin it, but it sets off a whole bunch of different things. Check out this movie. I watched it's, it. I've seen it before. Yeah, I it, it it had '80s homage to it, which I think is one thing that I liked about it. But uh, yeah, it was another you know movie from like 2016 and up that I've now had in my top two, three, four. <laughs> Bill. The number one movie of the year for you. What do you got? Wait, hold on. Oh, time out. Is it, let me guess, it's going to be something from uh, either something we've already uh, done on the on the podcast, or it's going to be something from, like, you know, Gremlins time. No. Okay. Shock me then, because so far it's been all Because I will say this, this goes up in the top five movies of all time for me. Die Hard, you can't put on here. No, I'm not putting on there. Okay. Saw. I love that movie. That movie, the way it ends, is classic to me. Any movie that any movie that you can take and twist the end and not see it coming is a winner with me. Mm. Absolutely. Saw's a classic. Yeah. Um, my number one movie uh that I watched this year, and all my movies are from 2020, by the way, but uh is Becky. So this is uh, one that I actually flirted with putting on the wheel this week, um, but I never win, so it doesn't matter. Uh, But uh, Becky is Kevin James as kind of like this uh, white supremacist killer uh, that is tracking down um, this family and uh, incredible. It's an incredible movie. I I loved it. Uh, I actually am excited to revisit this movie. Um, but Becky comes in at number one for me this year. Jay, what's your number one? Uh, number one for me is actually a movie that you recommended um, at the beginning of the year, and I checked it out, but uh, VFW. Mm-hmm. So VFW was probably my number one movie for this year to watch. Uh, you know, obviously, I've watched all my 80s movies, and I can probably put a whole different top five on here, but I really wanted to stick with the theme of this year's movies and VFW takes the cake, I guess is what they say. Uh, really good movie. It's got, a, I think there's a good homage with it too, with 
Um, all the actors in it are, you know, old big school. time old yeah. school actors from movies back in the day. Like, you know, you had uh, the sensei from uh, Karate Kid and things like that. Um, but uh, really good movie. Um, you can check it out. You know, I, in my top 10, because I also did a top 10 list for this year, and that's in my top 10. That's in your top 10? Uh, VFW definitely yeah. made that. Yep. And, and I just want to kind of revisit something real quick. So. All five of my movies were from, you know, in in this deck, you know, not even this decade, like is all this year, last D- year. Does that does that tell um, you then that maybe it's safe to come outside? Like it's safe to like venture out of 1980 to like He's still stuck in the closet. Like just <laughs> No, he came out a long time ago. But uh I'm saying You're his brother, so the, you know more than me. Out of the out of that I guess out of the nineteen eighties closet though, like it's safe. Well, the horror movies are good out to, there. To Jay. be to be fair, I mean, I, I I figured we would do the top five movies from twenty twenty since this is the end of twenty. So so you did what I did then, yes. basically. Yes, I do have yep. I do have before before you get in, Bill. Just a couple honorable mentions for people out there. One is one cut of the dead. Uh, that would have been up there for me. I agree with Unbelievable. you. Unbelievable. Talk about twists and stuff oh, like that's that. That's a good movie. I yes. thought that was great. Um, uh, I will tell you, you had another one that was probably my number six movie of the year. So I want to just double down on that. Nobody sleeps in the woods tonight. Unbelievable. Um, once again, when, what makes a great movie for me is when you go in with very little expectations and are just blown away. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Jay, you and I both watched this this year, the four hour documentary, um, in search of darkness, Yes, uh, which I don't label necessarily a movie. But I think it was Great one of the best watches that yeah. uh, I did. There's all year. a second one that did. They yeah, just put the second one out. That'll, that'll be yeah. coming. But go ahead, Bill. I'm sorry. I think I overjumped. No, you. No, you're fine. You're fine. So uh, if if we could give everybody a heads up of one movie that we watched this year to never watch because we made the pain mistaking uh, choice to do it ourselves, what would it be? What's your one word of advice of don't watch. I So I'll start. Uh, I really want to say Halloween 3. I really want to, but I, everybody knows at this point not to watch it with the exception of one person. But uh, The Turning. There was a movie that came out earlier this year and it had uh, uh, Wolf, uh, whatever his name is from... Uh, st- no, Stranger Things. Uh, uh, the kid from Stranger Things. Oh, uh, Wolf. And- but Finn, it's, or yeah, Finn, Finn Wolfhard yeah. or whatever. It is. Yeah. So uh, this movie is like a, a retelling of like Turning of the Screw or something. It is the absolute. Uh, it's uh, I, I don't know. It's it's hands up with Halloween three of maybe the worst thing that I've ever seen in my life. Uh, but at least Halloween three has like an ending. This movie doesn't even do that. Um, and I'm upset because I went to the theater before uh, lockdown happened and I paid money to put myself through this. So uh, my word of advice out there, if you ever see The Turning, do not watch it. If you do, uh, the shit stains on you. Uh, so Jay, basically what you're saying is to turn away from The Turning. Uh, listen, d- turn turn around, turn away, turn the you, fuck you out. T- you turn before you get to The Turning. Yeah, you turn. Jay, what is your one movie? I'm going to go with uh, Krampus Origins. <laughs> I <laughs> Krampus? I mean Krampus? Kr- yeah, like literally... Like, like it's like Santa Claus took a big old shit, and this movie came out. I'm sorry. It is, hands down, 
the worst movie I've ever watched. Not just this year, I think ever. Well, you did have a pause um, before we asked you it was a recommendable, and uh, the pause was for don't fucking watch this. Yeah, terrible. Bill, what is your one? All right. Back a couple years ago, you gave a strong recommendation. I watched it then, and I tried to watch it again. Go, go, all right, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Maybe I saw, maybe he saw something in it the first time, or I didn't see something in the first time, and it's still a bomb. It's a movie called Hangman. It's just atrocious. It is slow burn that never burns. It's just. It, it's the it's the wet match you just keep on striking and striking and striking and nothing's gonna fucking happen and that was the movie and like I said I gave it a rewatch just to see did I miss something or no I didn't miss anything it's just a bad movie so so many thoughts here but because uh, uh, I recommended to you about two years ago. Now, I like this movie, but I'm I'm a fan of like the found footage and stuff like that, which that's what this is. But uh, never in my life have I disliked a movie as much as you've said that you've disliked it, that you went back to watch it again. I, I, I took the words right out of my mouth. I, 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 you keep on saying it's good it's good it's good and i i i needed to all right let me just see if i can see what he's seeing which which i which i understand and but i said it was good 2 years ago i haven't said it's good since then every time you tell me that you hate it i'm like that's great thanks for telling me for two straight years how much you dislike a movie right. but i've never had somebody tell me how much they like a movie so much after i hated it that i'm like you know what I'm just going to fuck it. I'm going to watch it again. Like, I was forced to watch Halloween 3. I know. And I complained about it every single week to watch it. But I was never intentionally going to be like, you know what? Let me just throw it on for shits and giggles. I mean... It was one of those ones... The only reason I watched it, besides what I said, is it happened to be one of those ones... Oh, it's available to watch. It's for free. It's on Prime now again. Yeah, so I, I, I know where you're going with it. I will tell you... They're making a sequel, and when Hangman 2 comes out, it might go on the wheel. Oh, God. It's going to be called Hang Mike. <laughs> <laughs> if it wins. That's, that's the wait, wait, game wait, already. Wait, wait, wait. If it wins, <laughs> we're just going to hang Mike. Ah, <laughs> uh, Listen, there's some other movies I could throw on there that'll just <laughs> rip you guys to shreds. Uh, but I'm waiting until 2021. Oh, shit. That's next week. That's perfect. Yeah, but next week we're going to see A Nightmare on Elm Street 3. This is true. This is true. So sounds good to me. That, that takes us to uh, any final words for. I have some final thoughts. So first of all, excited for my what fourth win of the year for you know, and it's funny. I'm the one that introduced Jason. I'm the one that introduced Leatherface, and now I'm the one that's going to get Freddie in here. So I'm just going to throw that out there. Uh, also had you know some dislikes with our wrong choosing of not having a Michael Myers, I guess. So with Halloween three. But Bill, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. When the fuck are you going to watch Hack the Lantern? <laughs> I'm going to wait until next Halloween because that's a season. No, 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 no. Bill, to be honest with you, that's a great answer because you want to stay away from this movie as long. I as know. Yeah, I, I know. I said I'd, I'd watch it. No, because, and the reason I bring it up is because you brought a Hangman for the 80th time in the last like hey. hour. 
you know what? Off air, you agree with me. You you talk the same way about it. Oh, hey so, man, is so god awful. I don't want to fucking hear it. Acquired I, acquired taste. It is god awful. But I have. When's the last time you ever heard me say "Hey man" was god awful? Two weeks ago. Yeah, because you guys yeah, talk yeah, about it yeah. nonstop. Like, yeah, it's like it uh, was two weeks ago. But we were here. you need so, to you need to whatever watch. Bill was here last. You guys talked yeah. about it. That's a hang hack a lantern. You still owe. I'm not us hack a lantern. No, you don't. I'll wait. I'll wait until next Halloween. It's because it's a seasonal movie. Um, I so I am it's probably because he's not allowed to watch it. I'm I'm just gonna say, listen, uh, I I've I've thoroughly enjoyed the last eleven weeks. I'm happy that we started this. I think we're we're starting to hit some strides here, and I look forward to a full year of uh, doing this uh this this horror cast with you guys next year and seeing what shenanigans and terrible movies we're gonna end up getting into uh, over the course of the year. Plus, there's fifty two weeks. I'm just assuming Bill wins 40 of them and you win 11 or Bill probably wins 35 and you win 16. I'm throwing myself one because, I mean, I give, I'll give him two. Sun's got to shine well, on a dog's ass every I once mean, in a while. I mean, at this point, if Hangman 2 does come out, that the odds are in our favor. <laughs> so I put a movie on there three times. Um, is it po- Actually, uh, you, Bill, can, you tried to do that with Aliens and we said no. So... Uh, <laughs> So uh, that's that's all I have for this year. But Bill, I'll kick it over to you. Uh, I don't really have anything. I mean, it's it's been fun. Uh, I've enjoyed myself. Um, this is this is something that you guys have been talking about for ages. I kind of got in on the conversation one day and was like, you know what? It might be better if there's three of us bouncing the ideas around because you get a little bit more input. So, and and I'll I'll, I'll agree. Like I think. Uh... I think we found something that works very well. Um, we feed off each other very well. So I think that's what's making this like really fun. Um, you know, and we each have our own different, you know, tastes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, everyone has like their own different things to kind of throw in. Like I'm the eighties guy, you're the everywhere. Eddie, you're all over the place. And <laughs> As, well, every every everywhere. Here. And, I'm, uh, I'm everywhere, but I like the sci fi horror movies. And, and and Mike Mike's stuck in the in the in the in the present and future. So I, I'm stuck in the future. I love it. Um, I said present and to be. Future. Oh, I thought you said like, and, stuck and, in the future. And, a, and soon to be. So, um, so listen uh, to everybody out there. Thank you for riding with us. Uh, we appreciate it. We look forward to spending more time with you guys next year. Remember, we're available on the Twitter. We're available on. Uh, actually, Bill's supposed to be doing the Twitter, and uh, he sucks at his job. So he is a twat waffle douche canoe uh, when it comes to Twitter. But water. it might be my fault because it's technology and I gave it the bill. But um, we also have, uh, we're on Instagram, we're on the Book of Faces, uh, and we have a email address that's out there. Um, anybody that wants to, you know, just uh, chat, uh, let us know. Uh, we're always looking for things to throw on the wheel. We're always looking for feedback. And if you have Apple Podcasts, please jump on there. Give us five stars. Leave an awesome review. Um, and uh, that's all I got for this year. All right. Mike. Jason. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. All right. Let's toe tag it and bag it.